All right, how y'all doing, CT Squad? It's your boy Mike. And your boy Alex. And welcome to another episode of Couch Talks. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, Couch Talks is a podcast series dedicated to the emotional intelligence and character development for the average millennial. Meaning all things business, finance, relationships, spirituality, uh, all the above. So if that sounds good to you, pull up a couch seat chair, grab a beer, and uh, let's get it. Uh, but before I get into it, as usual, we have ourselves another special guest. The uh, one and only Alecondraff over here. What's up, boys? It's about time we get you on here, bro. It's, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm honored to be on here. These guys are doing special things, and I respect these guys, and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, for oh, sure, yeah. bro. Anytime. I think we had, I mean, I've known you since, what, I think it's early high school? I want to say school? ninth or 10th grade. Yeah, it's been a minute, crazy. bro. It's crazy. Especially, I feel so old now talking about that. You were like 14? 14, Still chilling. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, didn't skip a step, step at all, for sure. But uh, yeah, so just tell us a little about, about you. So like, what do you what do you do for work? What is it? Yeah. How's yeah. the girl life going for you? Girl life is weak. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right now, man, I'm 25. Chilling. I graduated college when I was 23. Uh, went to Northwood University up in Midland. Uh, graduated with a supply chain degree. Got my bachelor's degree, um, minor in computer science. Right now, I'm doing logistics sales right now, so up in Southfield. So, company called Priority One. I see yes, you. I see you. Okay. Yeah. Making some commission. Right now. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Hell yeah. That's good. We though. got in ballers your on here. Is there- <laughs> Nothing but ballers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us, bro. Yeah, thank sure. you, bro. Yeah. Well, all right. I know that's your liquid courage, Sam. And I, all I'm right, ladies you. and gentlemen, you. it is that time. So is there- I've been trying to find this, uh, and I've had really no luck until today. I actually stopped into a random gas station by me, and they ended up having exactly what I was looking for. So it is the Bang Mix. So if you guys are familiar with the Bang Energy drink, uh, they did come out with a seltzer. It is 5%. Uh, for a 12-pack, it is a little over 20 bucks. You know, that's with the taxes and stuff. It came out to like 20 and some change. Uh, so a little bit on the expensive side, uh, but I thought it was really unique considering I've drank Bangs before. They're good. And, uh, yeah, Bangs are really good. They get you amped for a gym workout. So if you guys do want to, you know, I, I, I shouldn't really be a bad influence or whatever, but Bangs will really make your workout a good ass time it's impressive there's no like there's no bad was it cane sugar that's in yeah, they have cane sugar in this so it's like real sugar it's not bullshit that's pretty dope that's pretty dope no carbs too oh yeah beautiful it it sounds like it's gonna be the best seltzer out there so i guess let's uh open her up boys and uh cheers to you guys cheers thanks for having me Oh wow! Oh my God! There's so much flavor. It's amazing. I wonder. Oh my God! This is the best seltzer on the market, everybody. (laughs) I don't care what anybody says. There's a lot of flavor in this. So this specific flavor is purple kittles, which I wanna say is supposed to be a version of purple skittles, and it's honestly amazing. What do you guys have to say about it? So. I'm a big White Claw drinker. I know a lot of people <laughs> like White Claws. Um, this tops this by 100%. <laughs> I'm Damn. not going to lie. This, oh is, this is pretty good, man. I recommend buying this 100%. It feels um, like there's more flavor than the, the no actual, sugar. Yeah. yeah the no sugar, brands. the no carb thing gets me. I like yeah, it. It's nice. And uh, the flavor's there. So and I recommend I'm buying it. I'm surprised it says caffeine free. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> I, I need that cat. <laughs> if they did make it with caffeine, caffeine and alcohol, that'd be an insane combo. Yeah, I mean that's like what your Red Bull and uh, what do people mix Red Bull with? I don't even know. Vodka, vodka, yeah, yeah, yeah. vodka and Red Bull. Yeah, all those vodka the drinkers go-to. out there. I feel you on that. So, Mr. Wallace, after this liquid courage segment, uh, what topic do you have for us today, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we going back to the relationships today. We talking about how past uh, relationships affect your future dating of yourself. I feel like, Ooh, uh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, you got to know your foundations. I feel like a lot of times we uh, repeat a lot of our uh, mistakes. Well, because humans are very like habitual creatures, right? right? right so right, right. we, we kind of do like the same things that like work for us and right, whatnot, but right. even coming into like the bad things, we do still happen to like, 
get ourselves into those same like cycle ruts where we're you know getting ourselves into the same toxic relationships and yeah. just all that bullshit well i think because we started dating so young too like it was all through our impressionable years oh yeah so it i was, was like, like 14 when i started dating like i think i may have been i mean 13 14 yeah. or something like that i feel i feel i see that, that's probably better than me I, I tried starting back in when i was in fifth grade and that didn't work out too well but yeah great yeah, damn boy I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know. It was kind of, yeah. I mean, a relationship back then is like, hey, you want to hold hands in the hallway? Yeah, for sure. Like, that's all you know. So it's just like, but when, yeah, of course, of course. But like when you guys date for a while, then when that finally goes bad or not finally goes bad, if it goes bad, uh, that definitely stays with you, right? Because it's like it happens to you so young and you really start focusing on like, what did you do wrong and everything else? And you kind of never forget those feelings back in fifth grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of go back like I do. Yeah. I remember holding hands with that girl in fifth grade. Yeah, there you go. It yeah. won't leave my memories. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those yeah, things that's yeah. just like, it's, it stays with you and then it almost in a way sets the standard and so someone else raises it at that point, right? So like, and, I mean, obviously the more you date when you get older or if you start dating when you're older, you don't have to worry about that too much anyways. But um, yeah, it's one of those things that I feel like it, if you never fixed the toxic problems that happen in a really young relationship, which tend to happen because yep. no one knows what they're doing, uh, you tend to repeat a lot of that, I feel like. Um, I agree. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I'll have to say for you guys, so when was your first relationship? Like, how did that go for you? Guess if you want to go first, Alex. Yeah, let's do it. So Alex, when, you know, I can't really relate to Alex because I never had a relationship in high school. Right. right so right, right. I was, you know, kind of just going out with some friends in high school, but nothing serious. Kind of hit me in uh, sophomore year of college is when I first met my real girlfriend. Okay. Bad, so, bad, yeah, bad, a lot bad. different. I never dated in yeah. high school. That's good, though. That's so, good. You know I what I mean? Like, like, yeah. Uh, I never got in a real relationship, never holding hands in the hallways in high school, like some yeah. of my boys. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it hit me in sophomore year of college. Um, kind of just had a mutual party going on at my house and, you know, met this girl that was actually from Midland. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm from Livonia. Some of you guys know that right appreciate <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah met this girl in midland and i was in sophomore year of my college career and uh you know things went great and you know all of a sudden she moved in about after a couple months right oh wow so, so yeah. like to your how or your dorm Mo- thing so i was like? in a house okay um yeah. my sophomore year i uh, lived with three guys three other guys so four total right and she eventually moved in after two months and things got a little Ooh. Quick. You okay. know, you never learn yeah. something about a girl until you yeah. live with them. Right. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel you like that goes I'm both saying? ways for sure. So you yeah. learn a lot when yeah. you live with a girl. But yeah. So. So for my first relationship, I was a little bit young. I was like, uh, like 13, 14. I was, you know, experimenting and I didn't really have like a real, real relationship. But my, my more so real relationship when I was like 15, 16 years old, um, I was dating a girl who was out of Trenton, and basically, things are going great at first, this and that, you know, you, you go through the honeymoon phase, and, you know, I, I can't really relate to Alec, because I've never lived with any of my girlfriends, so I can't really 100% give that feedback or that opinion, as you could say, but... You know, we dated for like three and a half years, and more so like at the end of our relationship, uh, you know, she was kind of just being very like more so like emotionally and verbally abusive, you know, because I, I was like in that because I, I had gained a bunch of weight, you know, because they oh, say like it's relationship really? weight. Okay, okay, okay. So basically, I yeah. <laughs> so basically, I ended up gaining like 50 pounds over this relationship it was a lot of weight like that's a the weight of a small human right so basically um i started getting into the gym and i felt great about myself and i was losing all this weight you know i was like super fit feeling great and just overall healthy and at the time i was doing this you know because she was more of a plus size girl and there's nothing wrong with plus size girls you know who whatever you're you know there's beauty in everybody so you just got to find the right person but who appreciates you right 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 but 
she started like telling me like, oh, you don't really look that good. Like, why are you losing all this weight? And considering she was probably telling me that because she was insecure about herself. So she was just trying to make me feel bad about myself. And it, it came to a point where like I was just kind of over it. And I wanted to be able to, you know, keep working on myself and keep progressing and I felt good about myself. It's just the surroundings that were around me. I had to get rid of that toxicity. And supposedly she cheated on me, but I don't know if that's 100% true. Uh, but basically that, and, you know, I had a great time. You know, her family was good to me. I actually still am in contact with her younger brother because I, you know, had a pretty good uh, relationship with him and bond, as you could say. So he still talks to me and like nothing really ever happened he was actually because i didn't talk to him for like a couple years like dude i thought you forgot about me i'm like no dude like i've just been kind of busy doing my own thing getting my career ready this and that i'm like i haven't forgotten about you i'm like you're still a little brother in my book and you know he he actually eventually wants to be on this podcast which is pretty cool and he's actually in the military which is crazy so uh yeah, overall, I'd have to say, uh, and I was a little sad after a while. You know, it, it took me a long time. I still think about it here and there. Yeah. But in perspective, it taught me a lot uh, yeah. as, uh, like, what, what could you put it as? It, in, in, like, regards to, like, red flags right. with, like, yeah. my future relationships. So, like, basically how she was and like how she perceived herself, her traits that, you know, were acquired along the relationship because she got comfortable. Uh, that kind of told me that, uh, you know, she wasn't 100% fully invested and interested in me right. because she ended up getting too comfortable. So in that aspect, uh, I, it did suck the breakup because that was like my first like ever real close relationship where I had, you know, built a bond with a female. I've never really done that before, so it was right. a little nerve-wracking for me. It's like, oh, shit, like, how is this going to pan out? Am I going to marry this girl? Like, <laughs> what's going to happen? And, like, so I, I'd overall have to say, though, but even if with the bad relationships, I feel like you have to go through that due to the pure fact that it teaches you on your future relationships. Because I think that's one of the, the benefits that I think what dating while younger as well as you know there's this negative side too but you the one of the benefits is that you learn a lot of what you don't like it's like as far as the red flags things that you were talking about earlier like you realize like all right there's a lot of things here that i notice i'm not cool with and that shouldn't be this way so i know how to act appropriately in the next relationship type deal and as for negatively wise i feel like too that because it's doing your impression of low phases you're really more inclined to like fictionize or fictionalize a lot of your partner so like oh i want that perfect you know girl type deal for the girls i want the prince charming dude to sweep me off my feet type deal i mean you're very young so you want a lot of that and uh, you're still going through a lot of that but um yeah i feel like you know the same thing like you said too that like it does definitely set the course for you and in generalizing if you don't catch it early on you start realizing like okay i'm gonna kind of start assuming that each guy is gonna be like this or each girl is like this and you gotta really start diving in deep to see like well what is exactly causing all this so i I definitely agree with uh, with that there as for like me myself i would say um i mean yeah if you want to count i mean i I still like to count it because it was like my first like i guess like love type or you thought was love type thing my first uh girlfriend at like um fifth grade to all ones that know me like know me me yeah right (laughs) to all those that know me personally i mean don't 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 freaking call me out bro you already know who it is but um yeah i think it's uh it was really hard in that aspect of exactly. we dated for like a couple years, right? Yep. Which is kind of uncommon for like 10 years We're talking fifth grade like, right now? Or yeah, fifth okay. grade. So All it was right. like fifth grade to right. not a couple years. It was like, well, I think to seventh. I think six or seven. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was just one of those things where like she was my crush like all through most of elementary school. That even yep. counts. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. But it, it's weird looking back at it now. But um, yeah, like it's weird how much that forms you and how much you... I could definitely tell, they say that, like, you know, women mature faster than men, especially in those early stages. Mm-hmm. She was well more ahead than I was, and I didn't even, I didn't even know where, what was going on half the time. I just thought we were hand-holding, and that was it. But, like, I think as you get older, it's like, I still remember a lot of, I mean, because it's your first, yeah. I think you remember everything ten times more. I still remember exactly. the birth date, the freaking, the first week anniversary. Like, that makes any sense when you're, like, freaking that, that young. Yeah. yeah, and everything else, and it's just crazy. But it definitely, um, 
it starts setting the pace, I think, in expectation. It's just interesting realizing when you start dating, at whatever age you start dating at, like how that really uh, affects you. I feel like 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 you, Alec, who dated yep. you much later after like high school and all that. Yeah. I feel like college. Were, yeah, yeah, I feel like you were like in a way about more, twenty years old. Yeah, but oh. you were like more like emotionally prepared in a way because you you saw yeah. a lot of what your friends were going through in a, <laughs> like. But I, in a way, like I wasn't prepared because. Oh, okay. Like I said, I've never been in a relationship. Right. right. So going in, it was kind of just a friend's thing, just hanging out. And then all of a sudden it got serious. Right. 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 So. Oh, so you just leaned into it. It hit me just out of, it was kind of like the first love thing, obviously. Just out of nowhere. Okay. Like I didn't expect it. Right. You know, I didn't see any of this coming, but it happened. And um, yeah, it, it. It was scary, man. (laughs) I feel it's a scary process. You know, I hate to get to this now, but I bought this girl a ring. Oh wow, you were deep. Like, yeah, you were, no, you were it was. Oh, yeah, wow. it's okay. pretty deep. So. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I told you boys this. No, but. I don't think so. <laughs> <I> <laughs> dropping the tea. Buying now. rings already. So. Wow. Yeah, no, I've known was, Alec for years, I, and he's never told me. And this. no, that's no. <laughs> what? No. Wow. Gosh, and it's well, all spilling out on couch talks. Right I'm done. <laughs> no, no, that's legit. That's good. Legit, man. Like it was two and a half years of my life, man. I mean, I was, I was ready. I'd met her family. Obviously, we had. We had like Saturday, Sunday dinners every week, you know, like I got along with their family. They loved me. I loved them. And um, I'd just like to touch on the comfortable base that right. Alex brought up. Right. I just, I kind of like, I was in the college life when I started my first relationship. So I had a banter, you know, from going out partying with right. my boys right, right, rather than like doing what my girl wanted me to do. Yeah, it's tough. She didn't it's like tough, me yeah. going out. <laughs> I she, would assume, yeah. She literally legit had my location. Oh. Everywhere I went, okay, I felt like that was a little toxic, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I mean, she knew she knew everything that I was doing, man. Like she had me wrapped around her finger, basically. I, it, it's tough because it leads to my next question for sure. So, how did you guys? This is for both of you. Like, yeah. how did you guys get over that first love? Like when that heartbreak did happen for you, as well as for you, Alex. Whenever, whenever it did happen, well, I'm not sure if you're the one that did it. I don't know, but either one of you guys. Like, how did you guys? So, <laughs> I'll be quite honest. So I broke up with her because at the point in my life, like we were just in two total separate areas. I was starting college and all that, which I never finished. I I did finish, actually. I just got my associate not too long ago. Um, But uh, basically the way I got over it was, you know, kind of going out with friends, meeting new people, talking to new people trying to understand like how you know other people work and for that keeping myself busy more so I was still going to the gym pretty heavy after I broke up with her um and you know there came a point in time where like she was constantly she was like harassing me like trying to like get me down like ooh, I'm with this other guy or stuff like that and I'm like like you don't need to do all that like you don't see me sitting here sending pictures to you me with different girls like that's, that's just pain. childish it's but pain. It's pain. for me more so i would have to say like keeping busy like if you're a gym rat obviously keep going to the gym if you got hobbies like i like to disc golf even regular golfing like yeah. doing you know just like fun things with the boys and like keeping active and obviously associating yourself with people who are going to be a positive aspect for your future and benefit you in those ways. So I kind of feel like there's a lot of different things you can do. It's how much you want to cope with yourself and be able to, not that you're going to forget about it because it's obviously going to be something that's going to be in your mind, but it to like kind of relieve yourself, it, it's, it's best to stay busy because if you're not staying busy and say you're being a hermit at home, you're going to drive yourself nuts. Exactly. You're right, Alec. Like, I can't even, like, disagree with that. And with me, that's what I ended up doing. So I, I got over it. it. It took me, you know, a couple of months, probably six, seven months, I'd say, to get over wow. it. But, that's interesting coming from the breaky or the breaker. Cause you were the yeah, breaker. I know. Okay. I was still, like, even the person who did it, like, you know, it, it still affected me mentally in a pretty harsh and negative way because... I was with that girl for a long time. I lost my virginity to that girl. So, yeah. like, so you know, it stays, it's like, it stays with you. It, it, it stays stay. with you. It so, stays, like, yeah. it's like, you know, this is my first ever, like, girl that I've been with and that I've shared a 
romantic bond with right, and right. It, 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 it is hard you know so i do understand the people out there who are going through those times if you are in your first relationship or if you've just like recently broken up it will be tough but that's like the barrier i feel like right there so you've just basically broke through the barrier and now once you actually step out your comfort zone and obviously you know get out there when you feel comfortable everybody's at a different pace but i will tell you once you break through that barrier and you start like being comfortable with talking to people and like experiencing new things and trying to meet new people it, eventually you will get over it and move forward with right. yourself i feel that well how about you coming so, from the one who was got broken right yeah. yeah so, so what did was, i do when she broke up with me yeah like how was your respective how did you get over I, or if you ever got over it was it? tough man yeah. so someone once told me um so i dated a girl i dated this girl specifically for two and a half years okay okay someone told me that you take half that time that's right. how long it takes you to get over it oh wow so okay. someone told me that's that interesting. right yeah. and it yeah. actually yeah. was true man it took me about a year to get over her. Wow. yeah and um you know, when she first broke up with me, I was, I felt like I was in a deep hole. Like I had no confidence in myself. I didn't want to do anything. I had a bunch of 8 a.m. classes that I missed. I, yeah, I was struggling with school. I mean, I did, had no confidence. So it took me about two months of just having like my good friends come up to me and be like, yo, just, you know, do your hobbies. Do something that makes you happy. Get out there and do something. Like you're just sitting in your room, which I was doing, just dwindling in my feelings man like whoever's going through that right now like i recommend just like just going out there do something you like like enjoying enjoy life man because life is so quick you know what i'm saying like there's so much fish in the sea man like it's not just that one girl and i struggled with that myself for a year so it was it was tough man because i feel like for uh because for alex because was it so were your for your relationship was it your girlfriends were you her first boyfriend too or was it just uh, you no so she had a boyfriend before that but i also you know she lost her virginity to me oh, it wasn't like yeah. really a crazy it was hard i'd say on both of us but like more so you know with her and i like that was like where we really like got intimate with like another person like because right, we were right. young at the time so it's yeah. like you know we're just starting to drive and all that stuff, I had to get driven to her house, you know, I remember, because, oh, yeah, like, I wasn't yeah. even 16 at the do, time, yeah, so exactly. I couldn't even, I had yeah. a permit, bro, yeah. like, I didn't even have, like, my license, right? My parents would physically drive me, like, 35 minutes over to her house, and sometimes my mom would let me sleep over there, because my mom was a lot more chill than my dad at the time, right. but, uh, yeah, for her, I'd have to say it was hard on her as well, too, but I feel like I was able to teach her like a good lesson from that but i feel like, like that's where like the lashing out i think was coming from when she was showing you like guys and everything else and like i think because that was her pain she was going through because she was, exactly because like, she, yeah, exactly. she wanted to make me jealous and like was i sometimes yeah but the way i had to really look at it was like you can't go back like if you if you're going back every time like you're just gonna end up in the same hole yeah and yeah. have the same outcome of hurt and Nobody likes being hurt, but you still have to take the risk with people coming out here and like actually talking to them, getting a feel for how their vibe is, what their traits are. And I know a lot of people can be scared from that. You know, as I said, like if you're in a toxic relationship or a bad relationship, you're going to kind of generalize everything, which is not the greatest trait to have, but it happens often in most of us. But eventually you do grow out of that, I feel like, and you have to give it a chance and actually take that step forward because you never know. You could just meet like the most amazing person, whether, you know, you're a girl or a guy and you could be in the most random setting. And if you hadn't taken that extra step of getting out of that comfort zone that you have, then you may not. You may have just passed up a, a beautiful opportunity. Yeah, but I feel like it's still like how it depends on where you're at the level of processing your pain. Like if you're still in the middle of it, you're not even worried about like how me how I'm gonna meet the next person and how I'm like generalizing each person. You're just suffering through it. So it's definitely really yeah. tough. I see what you're saying. On the same time, you gotta eventually break that barrier. And and I and I agree them, with so. you. I, I really yeah. do. 
but it's the pure fact that eventually you do have to yeah. move forward. You like, to. you can't yeah. sit there your whole life like, wah, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I, I about this girl, wah, you know, she uh, broke up with me, my life's over, like, I'm never going to meet anybody. Like, you can't have that attitude because then that attitude and that type of, like, you know, uh, what was it? What, what should I say? That energy is going to brush off on the people and then be like, oh, you know, this person's just negative. I'm not going to fuck with them. Like, you know, I just want to sit here and have people who are actually going to be able to have good positive energy, stay happy, and be able to have a good time with me. Right. I mean, yeah, that's good. Though. So, like, as for you, Alec, yeah. was your girlfriend, were you her first too? Or was it just, were you guys each other's first? How'd that work? So when, like, I mean, dating wise, I mean, like, were yeah. you her first boyfriend? Just like you were, she was. So her, I was first her boyfriend? first serious boyfriend. I was that was my first serious girlfriend. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So she was yeah. twenty, and I was about twenty-one. Okay. So that's yeah. interesting. Wow. First ever, you know, I was her yeah. first boyfriend. I that was my first girlfriend. So yeah. we both learned the process together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it moved pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, she moved in, like I said, after a couple months. Right. With three other guys. Whoa. Oh, Gotta yeah. Respect she, yeah she really liked <laughs> like that. Yeah, she really liked That's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, like, but that's good. Though. She, must, she must have loved me at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I would hope I mean, so, yeah. I, I like I said, I love you within a month. Wow. But yeah. There's a lot of that trial it, it, period for you guys. You guys don't know any. That's, that's it. We didn't know. So we yeah, were both yeah. experiment, like experimenting that right. together. Right. Right. Like, as a couple. And it's interesting you guys and took that on during college. That's interesting. We did. And That's it was tough because I was trying to live the college scene right. while she was trying to settle. Right. right. She was ready so to stop So, my like priorities weren't there while hers was. Right. right. So, it was tough for both of us. So, you know, I went through a lot with her, man. I, <laughs> I, really I get did. it. I get it. You know, we it. went through our ups and downs. At the beginning, it, w- it just felt so natural. Right. Right. It felt really natural. We did a lot of things together. But... Um, you know, as things got more comfortable, I started to lose my self-confidence. Right. If that makes sense. Right. No, um, it makes sense. It like makes I, sense. what Alex said, like I, I gained probably 30 pounds from got high school to yeah. I got a little comfortable. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I didn't hit the gym, just went out to eat like every night right. <laughs> with her. Um, <laughs> I would yeah. pay by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just lost my self-confidence as time went on. Yeah. And, um, man. I love looking back at that. It's, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. no, it, it forms you it, so it, much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in your instance, Alec, yeah, like even it. like, and I respect, especially like, you know, I know it took you a little bit of a long time to get over that girl, but that just shows yeah. you like the actual like feelings you had for that girl. I Exactly, you bought her a ring, dude. Like I've, I, I did actually, I did that for my first girlfriend too. I bought her a ring as well too. It's like a little promise ring type ordeal that like we were never gonna like break, and it, it, it kind of taught me like, and that wasn't even rushed. Like I bought her that ring like two years into the relationship. Like we're talking like, and I dated the girl for three and a half years, so it was a promise ring, yeah, and it was a really pretty ring. You know, it was like rose gold. Had a nice little, like, uh, I, I don't really know. It, it may have been a diamond or something like that. It, it wasn't. It, it, I bought it from K's. It oh, was okay, like 200 some bucks or yeah. some shit like yeah. that. But, you know, it, I wanted to show her that, like, hey, like, I'm really fucking with you. Like, I want to do life with you, basically. And in an instance, uh, do I regret it? No, I don't. Because, obviously, I had to learn uh, going through that relationship to be able to get to where I am now. And it's actually kind of crazy. Like, just like I told you, like, I still keep in contact with her family. Like, when I talked to her brother, actually, because he called me randomly on Facebook Messenger, and he's like, uh, yo, what's up, dude? And I, you know, was playing Call of Duty with him, actually. And uh, his mom was behind there, right, on the microphone. He's like, who are you talking to? He's like, I'm talking to Alex. He's like, no way. Tell Alex I said hello, like... I hope he's doing good, this and that, because I had a real close relationship with, like, her ma, right? I wanted, her ma was, like, basically a second motherly figure to me. 
and I like, you know, like when you're dating someone, like you want to be cool with their family, you know, because I like my family, the way we're kind of are now, like we're still kind of close, but like my family's broken up with everybody being divorced and shit. And I don't want to have to deal with that. Right. I mean, granted, you never know what you're getting yourself into. But do I want to be put in that position? No. And I'm going to work the hardest I can to not have what my parents ended up going through because I seen what they went through, the agony, the pain, the suffering. And it just so it, it, it wasn't cool to me. Like, I figured, okay, you know what? Eventually what you're going to do, Alex, is, you know, because I haven't dated now in, like, a year and a half now. It's been a long time for me coming, and that's okay for me. I'm just, you know, trying to figure myself out right now and understand what it is that I want and where I need to get to. And uh, I, I'd say I've definitely made a progress. Yeah, because I feel like from... From your first relationship aspect, I mean, on both of you, I feel that's interesting because you guys are both as close to your significant others, like families as you were. 100%, man. And yeah, I can relate to everything he and said. And it's like, it's interesting because I'm not sure if that has to do with like a maturity level when you guys started dating because for me, yeah. it was like me and her, granted, we were 10, but we did date, you know, over a year. I mean, I'm almost two. So it's just yeah. like, we that closeness wasn't there at all. And in fact, I didn't even, I don't talk to any of them anymore. But like, and in mm-hmm. fact, it, feel like it, it felt like it took me like a millennium to even get over it like even the girls mm-hmm. that i was dating afterwards you know a little bit through middle school if you want to count that and you know, a little bit of high school like i didn't it was always a comparison thing so i was always yep. comparing to her the whole time and there really was no excuse right because her mother was a lunch lady at our school so i would see her all the time <laughs> I think I know her, her older sister you know <laughs> used to have that her older sister used to go there too back yeah. when we were uh younger and it's just like i didn't and I got close to still never like developed, but at the same time, me getting over that relationship felt yep. like it just, it didn't like it's just I couldn't do it. I couldn't right. do it for no matter what what I did. So it felt like uh, that probably hindered a yeah. few of my relationships like going past that because I'm like, yeah. oh, like they're great, but they're not like such and such. Or oh, they're like this, and it's just like I feel like that wound up giving me this really rough terrain of just navigating relationships until like I start getting the hang of things or mm-hmm. until really someone shows you better right but um yeah I understand. it's just yeah it's one of those interesting things so i guess that leads me to my next question uh for you guys so uh at what point did you guys like granted you took you like you said alec it took you like half a, like half that time for you to get over that yep when did you feel like okay that i can start dating now so like you half that year you got over <laughs> that but like when did you feel like i can move on to someone else now like what still was tough now man yeah um I so i think you met britney did yeah, you ever yeah, meet britney I think I did. Um, you didn't met her at the bar yeah, while she was yeah. with her uh new significant <laughs> yeah, other yeah but uh yeah like i said it took me a year and a half um i i just wanted to like after that big breakup happened right that was tough right right um i really just wanted to you know be happy on my own like i I didn't want to depend on anybody right right, like you can't love anybody unless you love yourself absolutely is what i preach on yeah but um, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it took me a year to just get together, get my head together, get my thoughts together, get my mental health together, and uh, put myself back out there, okay. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I met Brittany. Oh wow! So what yeah, happened right uh, as you got over it? You're like, yeah, it took me about a was... year and a half, and that's when oh. I like finished college. Oh, so um, you were already out. Yeah, so I already okay. had, you know, I better in Milford, and you know, we had like a little summer fling, but it wasn't. I always compared her to my previous ex okay so yeah, i always same thing, i yeah. hate to do that yeah, but i always yeah. like saw her qualities and then i was comparing them to my ex's qualities right like right. why am i doing this like i should be yeah. over this girl like what am i doing i feel like because there's you know not like a, like there's not a book on it right like exactly. you, you're floating through life just really realizing what do you don't like and do yeah like and i really like the girl man we were vibing for three months okay just a summer thing you know just going out she worked at a bar and she'd okay. always give me free drinks. So oh, it was cool. There's, there's that. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, we got along and, uh, you know, I thought she was going to be the one too, like after that, but you know, it was a mutual thing. We split up. So, um, See, here's one thing I'll tell you and it's kind of crazy and you know, I can't really say this for everybody, but like when you really look at it in the scheme of things, like now that I look at it, Here's me and everybody that I graduated with. And, like, you see people getting married, getting engaged, having kids. Like, you know, just, like, taking these big steps in life with, like, another person 
that, you know, they're hoping to spend the rest of their life with. And, you know, there's definitely some relationships that do work out. In today's world, when you see it, like, it's kind of unfortunate that the divorce rate is higher than the marriage rate nowadays because, you know, everybody just outgrows each other, it feels like. because, And that's why I don't really want to rush that step. I want to kind of get to know myself first, how I can be happy on my own terms before I can actually share that with somebody else. Yeah, that's, that's important because I feel like that's the problem with a lot of our parents, right? Like they got into, they factor in, I think they were more in terms of logical base of mm-hmm. the fact that we need money. Both our incomes together can probably help us out a lot. We probably have kids like somewhere on the way because I don't my parents are boomers. So they're like probably like we got to, we, based on our family, we want another big family. So fuck. And then I saw the fact that you're coming of age. So you're like, yep. all right, well, I got it. It's just it convenient for us to be together type deal. 100%. But I don't think back then, you know, looking at anything psychology related, they're like anything shrink therapy related. They're like, no, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of our parents and anyone who else was a boomer, maybe like, you know, maybe a little bit younger. I'm not sure what generation that was. Um, they went into those relationships with unresolved problems that they didn't realize they were uh, they were having. And they kind of just carried that through and they didn't realize until they're like deep, deep in their relationship where the kids are halfway grown up or maybe sooner or later. That's when you learn the most, man. Yeah, but it's like, you got to come in there like at least, I mean, me personally, I feel like you you don't have to have all your shit together coming into a relationship, obviously, by no means. But I feel like you should know yourself like you should feel comfortable oh, you should be 100 percent with yourself going yeah, in exactly. 100 yeah because yeah. if not you feel like i feel like you want putting too much onto the other person right to try to fill right. out these gaps that you should have filled out by yep. yourself i feel like a lot of people should like and that's what i preach man yeah being 100 yeah. percent mentally there right right and loving yourself right that's when you can give out yeah. that love to your significant other you have to i feel like you, you can't rely on the other one to that's make you happy you gotta be happy yourself and exactly. you gotta be happy yourself exactly. and you guys two come together it's to, taking me a while yeah. to get there it's tough you know, it's a process it, after it's not that overnight thing. Happens, yeah so yeah, yeah i feel that i feel that yeah for sure well how about you alex when was your time when you when you felt like, granted, you, t- you said it took six to seven months for you to get over your, your first, but when did you start? you start dating right after that six to seven months? Or so, like- no, I didn't, actually. What I ended up doing was, you know, I ended up going on a couple of dates, had a couple of flings with girls, you know, kind of like just get to feel them out and basically see if like their energy matched mine and in that aspect uh it took me i'd probably say when i started dating again after that was probably about a year and a half after that so it took me a long time uh due to the pure fact that when my parents seen how i was going through this relationship and stuff my parents actually came to me and they were seeing how like mentally distraught i was and they were like look why don't you just take a break and and actually like yeah that's what my mom said my mom was like look buddy like she just wasn't the one like and she's like i could have told you that a long time ago i didn't want to realize that but after my mom told me that you know i felt better i felt like i was uh taking a fresh step or a fresh start as you could say and that really helped me progress into getting into my next girlfriend, which with that girlfriend, that's a whole other story. I, you know, I thought it went great. I, so to get into it, basically, this girl, I was traveling most of the time because she really didn't have a car and stuff. She was prioritizing other things like tattoos and shit like that, unfortunately. And just at the time like when me and her were I, I don't even remember i think i met her on like one of those like college dating apps you know like how you can like basically they have like you put in your school and then like it basically shows you like all the people in school like uh, that are going to schools around that are like on the same app that are looking for like Shit, some sort of relationship oh you weren't that. hip to that that's I was like not definitely hip to that at all. It, I, I don't remember what it was called but it was it was a different type of app, and that's where I met this girl through, and she was going to Wayne State. I'm like, bet, you know, she's going to school. She happens to have some sort of plan for her future, and coming a couple months into it, me and her really weren't getting along. She lied to me about things that she shouldn't have lied to me about, and... It, 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 it for me that really gave me an eye opener so basically what i ended up doing that relationship really only lasted like four months because of the pure fact that like i was seeing like how things were going and i didn't like how it was going because like think you about you, you having to like. drive think about you having to drive so i drive 30 minutes 
to her location, right? And she never really wanted to stay at her house. So I drive all the way back to my parents' house. So that's another 30 minutes. So you got an hour round trip right there. Then you have another hour because I did the driving. I had the car. So I drove her back home and then had to come back home. So that's two hours of driving. Was it always like that? It was always like that, all the time. Sometimes she'd come and visit if she, like, got the permission to use her parents' car. But it was a very rare occasion. So what made you get involved with her in the first place, right? Basically, what made me get involved with her in the first place, she was kind of like a nerdy girl. And I was like, damn, like, you know, I'll I'll try with, like, a little nerdy girl. Like, why not? Like, we'll see how this is. Okay. And, uh... You know, she was into, like, all this crazy, like, superhero shit and all uh, that stuff. And I fuck with, like, Marvel and all that. So I ended up, actually, it was crazy. So I ended up, uh, so her favorite uh, superhero was Captain America. So I had a Captain America, like, fitness shirt. And I ended up showing up to her house. I I was in my truck standing on the back. I did see this. In the bed. And I basically, like, (laughs) asked her, like, will you be mine till the end? Which is, like, basically a quote that Captain America states. So I I got a little, like, you know, creative with it. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, she was freaking out, like, with happiness. Like, oh, my God. I've never been asked something by a guy like this. (laughs) Like, you know, it it was. And it it, it, it was cool, you know. And I I, I was close with her parents and stuff. And uh, because that's, like, really important for me. When I am, like, actually dating a girl, I want to build that relationship with her parents. Because, like, a girl who's, like, family-oriented, I find that very attractive. I like that because I don't really have that. So I want to be able to have, like, you know, a family I can, like, kick it with, you know, and kind of just be myself. You found out what you didn't like, like, from industry. What's going on with, like, your own family and stuff. You're like, I don't want to repeat this process. So I want to have someone that has the thing that I'm missing. And I feel like that that makes sense for a lot of humans in general. It, It does, definitely. It's definitely a general thing for sure. But it's one thing that you have to really, like, you know, think, you know, you got to you got to think, hey, like, is this really going to be for me? Is this really what I want? And I, I, I for me, I don't know what this is. Like, I know for me, usually I'm the type of person I like a girl who's got a big family. Right. So like she always like basically is chick kicking it with her family. She has a very close relationship with all of them. She doesn't mind, you know, bringing someone around who's her significant other to like enjoy Christmas, holidays, you know, family parties, whatever it may be. And that's special to me because I eventually want to have that, you know, especially like when I'm older, I want to be able to have it where I have all you guys at my barbecues and shit. And we're just kicking in and joining with our families. You know, everybody's chilling in the pool eating good and just having a great time that's good though because i find it's interesting because i feel like as a kid growing up experiencing a lot of those things right of your environment and realizing what you like and don't like you wind up going either two ways either one way away from that direction of what happened or towards it Mm -hmm. and i feel like for me it was the exact opposite i didn't i same thing i had like the whole broken family thing growing up it was like a whole mess we're still none of that close and when i look for a girl now I mean, if she has a great family dynamic, that's that's great. You know, I can I can definitely get involved with that, but it's not even on my list of criteria type deal. Like, it's just yeah. like I, if she was not close to her family at all, I'd be perfectly fine with that because I'm not that close to mine at all, right? Right. So, but I feel like you, you lean one or both ways to see like what you. There's no wrong wrong choice, but it's it's just how it hits you. I think when you're mm-hmm. younger, but um, yeah, I guess that leads me to my next choice. I mean, question too. So, do you guys feel like you've got? From compared to your first relationship to now, do you guys feel like you came a long way or you guys feel like you're still... I did. So okay. my biggest lesson is realize kind of what you had. Okay. And take that. Like, like don't take it for granted, man. Oh, wow. Because okay. yeah. this girl was great. Yeah. And I didn't realize it. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't realize I it. And I'm kind of just out partying. I'm in college, right? So right, right. sophomore, junior year, I'm partying. I'm, you know, I, I didn't realize what I had. Right. She was wife material, and I was 21. I didn't realize it. It came too soon. And Wrong time, that's right? my biggest lesson for, like, your viewers listening, man. Right, if right. they're going through the same stuff, you know, we were, right. um, kind of just realize what you had. Don't take it for granted. Absolutely. Because um, that's my biggest regret. I feel it. Yeah. It's deep, bro. It's deep. It is very deep. I, I mean, I, I still think about it. I still think about her. You know, we go back and forth, like, happy birthday, right. whatever, whatever. But, you know, I kind of wish that I realized what I had. And, you know, realized that it was great, man. Like, she was a great cook. 
<laughs> she, <laughs> the food was great. Yeah. The food was great, man. She she took care of me. Her family took care of me. Right. And I, you know, I kind of messed that up, man. I kind of just, you know, went with my boys, went out, right. and like, right. you know, like she didn't like that. Yeah. And she was controlling. Right. I don't, you know, I don't really. Well, she's trying con- to figure it out too. You're her first she series. Is. So she, she is. is like, yeah. You know, having my location. I have a story, by the way, at, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> with Donnie um, back home. So I went home for the weekend, right? And um, we went to Twin Peaks. Oh, I know the story. If yeah. anybody knows Twin yeah. Peaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's we not that I love Twin Peaks. <laughs> Shout out Twin Peaks right now. But uh, <laughs> so me and Donnie just wanted to sit down for lunch, watch some Sunday football for, you know, enjoy a burger or something. And she saw my location. This is how toxic my relationship was. <laughs> yeah. Saw my location. She calls me up. She's like, where the fuck are you? Are you at Twin Peaks? They wear bikinis there if you guys aren't aware of that. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. come on. Very scantily clad. <laughs> Lana's skin is exposed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she's like calling me, complaining, like, I can't believe you're at Twin Peaks right now. Like, what are you even doing? Like, are you, you know, getting other girls' numbers? They're wearing bikinis there. And I'm just like... Right. First of all, call, and then I had to walk all the way across the Target just to show my location at the Target. Oh, wow. oh my god! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Vacation. Like this shit I'm got dead. crazy. I had to deal with this on a daily basis, bro. Like I wasn't, yeah. I didn't mean to do anything wrong. I'm just right, enjoying right. a burger with my friend that right. wanted to go to Twin Peaks. Right. I think it's just just based on like the, the environment <laughs> which you guys met and everything. That I feel like she knows the dynamic of a lot of guys exactly. that are in college at that age. She's assuming, oh. Twin Peaks, yo, he's got to be doing some sexy. Exactly. He's at this place, he's got to be doing. She knows, just going based on, she's like, there's and no book on it, right? She's yeah. going based on what she I just, I feel like a relationship is based on trust. It is, it is, it and is. We, it there is. was 0% Yeah. We got to look at like the so college that's environment. That's why, and, yeah. I feel like that's why we fell off because right. that category was at 0%. And trust has to be at 100% if you're going to work out a relationship. 100%. So. I never cheated. She never cheated. So if you feel like you guys met outside of college somewhere else, do you think it would have worked? Instead? I think it would have worked. Okay. hundred percent. Wow. Because the college scene. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it was the wrong timing. Right. Right. right, right. When we met. Yeah. And it sucks. I but, feel that. I feel that. Yeah. But it, it, it's like that in a lot of scenarios. So I can't agree with you on that. Like where you like basically with the past girlfriends that you've had like you kind of wish you met them in like a much more like better time in your life because like then when you really look at it it, it brings back all those memories like damn you know this really could have worked out like this girl was cool I, I really fucked with her and you know that even goes with like guys too with girls you know um but in that instance, what I feel like is you can't really think back upon that and dwell upon that because if you keep doing that, obviously you're going to be slipping on opportunities because, for instance, like when you're in college and whatnot, the way I feel like, and I went to a community college, I didn't actually go off to college, so I know that's a whole different like scenario than what I was doing because I was just commuting, right? So I had like, you know, it, it wasn't a party school, so like... It wasn't me going out every weekend. I mean, granted, I did party and whatnot, but it wasn't like where I'm at my, like, house with the boys and we're just, you know, getting a party together every weekend, enjoying, going out, seeing new people. Um, But one thing I feel like is that in that scenario with college and whatnot, and there's people who can definitely make it work, but I feel like when you're going to college, it's a really good experience for you to kind of, like, Be yourself, one, and, you know, kind of adventure because you're still a youth. Like, I mean, yeah, you might be an adult and whatnot, but you're still young. So, like, there's so much opportunity there, right? There's so many people, guys and girls, for people to connect with each other. And in that aspect, I feel like in my perspective, the way I would look at it, in my opinion, I would probably stay single all throughout college. And the reason why is because of the pure fact, you know, you have those flings, you have the different people that you're meeting. You don't really feel like you're honestly having to report to someone 24-7. Because let's be honest, when you're in college, you're trying to have a fun time. Yeah, you're exploring yourself. And learn. There's a lot of coming of age things. 18, well, back in the day, 18 cigarettes, 21 drinking. I mean, granted, no one probably waited for that in those ages back then. But no. It's just, exactly, but I like, started drinking when I was like twelve. But, but, but 
my gosh, damn. Anyway, damn. Yeah, you went all out. You started doing a I lot. I was saying older people who got me. Yeah, shit. you start doing a lot of exploring, like in your college years, and it's just like you're. It's hard to really be like dedicated to something when you're doing so much exploring. It's timing, timing. But happens, yeah, for you, Alex. So back to your original question: Do you feel like you've came a long way since your first? Uh, oh, yeah, your first uh, relationship. Yeah, I have actually. And the reason why I state that is because it, one, allowed me to grow as a young man and be able to realize, you know, where my maturity level was. And they always say, like, you know, girls mature faster than boys. I don't 100% believe that in every scenario. Can I say girls definitely mature faster? Yeah. Uh, but at the, at the same time, I'd also have to say no. Because it all depends on who the person is. And with me, when it came in the relationship world industry, as you could say, I ended up maturing pretty quickly and I found out what it is that I wanted. So I was sitting here passing up a bunch of like people who I could have had opportunity with, but I just didn't see that. And with you being picky, it's okay to be picky because Standards. obviously... You got to have some sort of standards. If you're just out here, you know, like getting with anybody, it's like, well, shit, like it's, it's no not value. fun anymore. Because <laughs> yeah, when you're actually yeah. doing something, feel, feel. say you're having like, <laughs> you know, sexual intercourse with a girl that you really care about, like aside from a girl than, who yeah. like, you know, it's kind of just a fling thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it feels good. Like you're like, damn, you know, this is natural. Like this is like how it's supposed to be. Right, like right. you're looking in her eyes and like, just like being like, I love you. Okay. Like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> It's literally, feel, that's literally, that's it's literally great, the though. way that's it is. That's important because the hookup culture is yeah. so toxic that yeah. they're missing out on a lot of these, like, aspects. Honestly, the hookup thing just makes you even feel shittier. I mean, to it me, if you don't love the girl, like, I just, I don't see a need for it because anymore, Because there's, no, there's not even an like, element of trust there. You're just, you're right. just there, and you right. know that person's going to dip and the next morning. I, my confidence keeps going lower and lower yeah, man, I when I do that. I so feel. that's because yeah, you feel you. I feel. You both feel exactly. used. Yeah. Exactly. I feel that. Yeah, you know, you yeah. just so. feel like a piece of meat. I'm terrible. Like, I just feel like I'm being used. Yeah, pretty much. You know, like, it's terrible. I hate that feeling, dude. But, yeah, I feel like even... For me, I, I don't know if, it, again, it goes back to, I feel like... Yeah, like for you, you, start, you still got to answer this question, motherfucker. You, you ain't getting out of this I'm one. I'm trying. <laughs> no, but uh, I feel like uh, sometimes it might depend on when you start dating, too. I know I mentioned that before, but for me, I feel like I didn't start really making any real progress in my, like, learning and moving forward in my dating until, like, I got really late high school. I'm talking, like, senior year to afterwards. Like, so all I dated me before then, I feel like it was just... I don't want to say a waste, but I just kept repeating cycles. I kept finding myself in the same cycles over and over, and I think I was never, re I was never correcting the problems that I had going through those, so I just kept... I just kept falling into the same situation. It would be, like, same personality, different face different height whatever and just kept repeating that and it's just like i didn't understand that like the type that That's i was having fun. like yeah like just, yeah. yeah it was i was i was running across a lot of problems and i wasn't like i didn't i didn't iron out the things that i really didn't like and the things that i did like so like once i started getting more mature with and actually started paying attention to like who i was myself right. and the qualities and characteristics that i was looking for that i was like all right now i need to actually start like taking serious uh who I'm actually trying to go out there and look yeah. and find. And then 100%. once I started doing that, I started getting into a groove of things. I'm like, oh, yep. okay, I, this feels right. Like, I see yeah. what it is. So that's why I like to encourage people to definitely know yourself first. Take the time. You don't have to skip from one relationship to the next to the next. No domino methods. This weekend, just take the time you need for you to discover you, who you are, what makes up you, what are your interests are, what they lie, yep. everything, all the other stuff. And then, you know, once you collect, fully collect yourself and figure out what it is, then go out there and date. Hundred percent. You feel like you come across. Like, that's one thing that, like, I'd actually like have to ask you guys. Like, in an instance, like with me, because I see a lot of people, like the ones who are like more so the people. You ever like seen those people who always have to have a significant other? They just like every time. Like I remember there was a girl in high school who like every other like month or two she'd have like a new boyfriend, right? And it's like, damn, like you're kind of like you know. You're going a little bit too fast there, honey. You know, so it's like at the same point, like with me, see, I can't do that. I can't just up, forget, and like, because I've shared an experience and a bond with somebody. So I still like to give that respect and courtesy. They might not do the same. Oh, well, but for me, I felt like every time, because I've rushed 
the relationship that I actually rushed into, which was kind of crazy and it was super toxic, was uh, so this girl Maddie that I dated, right? So I dated her for about ten months, and oh, he's shaking his head because, like, see, everybody told me, bro, leave, (laughs) fucking leave. And I just wouldn't realize it because I wanted to sit there and kind of give the benefit of the doubt and, like, ignore all the red flags. But basically, in my sense, so I was really good to this girl. It it came to a point where, you know, near the ending of our relationship, shit just started getting super crazy. So she, I had a couple of buddies reach out to me. They're like, hey, why is this girl on Bumble? Why is she on Tinder? Like, it's stating because, like, when you're on Tinder or Bumble and you're active... That day you're active, it shows you've been active for like a week after. So like you can tell if somebody's on a dating app. And my buddies were coming out to me and crazy part is so we were actually up at her family's cabin, right? I'm up there with her whole family. Me and her are, you know, they let us sleep in the like the camper trailer because they knew we were doing our own thing and you know, I still got to enjoy time with her family. Well, I brought it forward to her and like she got super defensive at that point. She's like, oh, like nobody trusts me, this and that. And like kind of led me to believe like, oh, okay, so like, you know, and then it's crazy because like this girl even at times had the audacity to be on dating apps while she was in my house while I was playing video games. Like I'm like, damn, like I didn't do that once to her. I was not bad to her. I was really good with her family, you know, like helping them cut their grass, tending to their pool, you know, helping them with cooking and stuff like that. Like just, and even help cleaning their house. Like just being that type of person that I want to be included. And that was even a little hard for me because it got super bad. Cause at the time my dad was having heart surgery. So like, and he was really sick. And I remember, so my dad, the hospital he was at here, she was interning at, she interned at this hospital or like they call it an, a nurse extern or whatever it is. And I remember, so when I got the call about my dad, I was at work and I went straight from work to the hospital. I was like at the hospital till like 10 o'clock, dude, this girl was calling me like and at this point she had broken up with me already. But dude, in like a six hour period, this girl like FaceTime me and called me like 50 times, texted me like 20 times. And at that point, like I'm already heard about what she had done to me and I'm having to deal with my dad's health. So that was kind of a hard juggle for me to kind of go through. And I remember, so I get home that night. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm exhausted as hell. I've already worked. I've been working since 7 in the morning. So, like, I'm getting to bed, like, late as hell already. And I hear this banging on my door. I'm like, who the fuck is here, like, in my house this late? Well, I open the door, and it's her, dude. She's like, oh, my gosh, why didn't you answer my calls, this and that, like, I'm like, you just broke up with me. Like, why are you sitting here trying to be a part of, like, yeah. what's going on with my family? You get your toxic ones in there. Yeah, I but it, like it's still, was, like, it, it's the pure was, fact that, like, yeah. I can do this on my own. You obviously wanted the way out, so I'm giving you the respect and space to have that. But don't come up into mine. Because, one, that's, one, you're violating my privacy. And, two, you're just trying to look like the victim. Well, the next day I actually found out. So I didn't tell my dad nothing or none of that well, I told my dad we broke up, so he was he was well aware of it. And he, I get a text actually from my dad the next day because she extern she was an extern at the same hospital that my dad was currently at in the ICU. This girl took the initiative to go and like basically like investigate, found my dad's room that he was in, and went and visited my dad in the hospital without my permission. Like, so my dad's, like, sitting there saying, like, dude, why the hell is this girl in, like, my, like, room? Like, I'm not feeling too well. Like, you guys broke up. Like, he goes, she's kind of stressing me out. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even tell her. So that made me really upset because, one, like, she was trying to go in there, talking to my family, like, trying to act like the good person. Like, and I can't 100% say she's a bad person. She has a lot of maturing to do considering she was a little bit, a couple years younger than I was. But what she's done to me and like all my friends, every one of them will say like, cause they hate her. They don't, they don't really like how she treated me cause she was the type of girl always like, if you weren't doing what she wanted to do, she'd kind of have like a meltdown. Like it was like a little like, uh, 
like just super immature and it was like really annoying like and after i got over that and whatnot i finally realized like this is definitely not what you want and <laughs> i guess that leads me to my um question so to summarize yeah. everything up yes sir. um how what advice would you give like in two sentences so nothing long oh man but, like in two sentences like how would you describe uh or not describe how would yeah. you explain to someone what they should do in order to I guess get through that first relationship if they are yeah. still suffering from that and then how to not repeat the same cycle that what happened Yo, in the first So one. yeah, first first relationship, first love, that's crazy, right? right? I mean, that's it feels good at first. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then once you get comfortable, um you kind of realize who you're dating. <laughs> right, right, right. right <laughs> kind of right. realize what you're getting yourself into. Um but yeah, just, you know, basing off that is it's crazy, man. I just hate to look back on this. I know shit. it hurts me. It's a tough subject. You're putting me on right now. It's a tearjerker. I feel. But uh, yeah, no, it felt great at first. You know, after a while, I got comfortable, kind of doing my own thing. She didn't like what I was doing. I'm a big, I'm a big drinker. Right, right, right. If you guys didn't know that, yeah, I'm a big, know, <laughs> I'm a big, yeah. and she didn't like that. Right, so right. you you kind of have to agree. Trust is a hundred percent key in a relationship. Right. In your first right. love, have that trust. And then you can go places. We didn't have that trust, so it fell off. Um, So what I give, like, advice that I give to people, um, you know, after breaking up with your first love is, you know, find stuff that you love doing. Right. Right. Don't dwell on, you know, past past shit. Like, it hurt me for a year. You just wasted a year of your life. Yeah, you can't get that back. You know what I'm saying? I fell in school. I, you know, I did all that. You just find shit that you love doing. Personally, I love golfing. Right. I love real golf, not disc golf. <laughs> I like oh, disc golfing too. I just took that up. I just <laughs> took guess. that up, though. Yeah, it, it's cool shit. I but uh, yeah, no, just find stuff you like doing. You know, get yourself out of that hole. Right. Work out, man. Yeah. I feel like the gym is a huge medicine. I feel like yeah for, for getting yeah, over yeah, shit. Yeah, it does help. It helps vent a lot of anger and stuff huge. That's there too. So I you know, like. I want. I don't do that myself. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> you do but a yeah. little for me. Yeah. You're a cardio base. I see you. T- cardio. You t- a little like, cardio. You start little, going miles. I'm like, okay, little bro. Two miles yeah, on seven speed. Yeah. It's yeah, not bad. But uh, find shit that you love doing, man, and just love yourself is what I give advice to people. Okay. Um, hundred percent. Just be mentally there. Right. And you know, work too. Work. You know, find a job. Okay. Keep yourself busy. I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel. keep yourself busy. Like, get your mind racing. I feel. Don't think about the old shit that you're dwelling on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, find new stuff. Meet new people. I feel. I mean, that helped me a lot. So. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. I feel that. I feel so. that. A lot longer than two sentences, but I feel it. Like <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm just joking. No, you're good. That's important. No, that's important. So how about bang's you? hitting, boys. No, it's good. It's good. I feel. How about you? Like, what For me, I, I, I definitely agree with the points that Alec has to point out. Obviously, going to the gym is a very big factor. Keeping yourself busy with hobbies, having a job focusing on yourself and your career and what it is that you want but one thing for me that's big is the what question like what is it that i actually want right and if it's not meeting your criteria or all the standards that you have or whatnot then you obviously need to take a step back and reevaluate is everything i hate to say it but nothing lasts forever it really sucks uh, if you do find that person that you can't have forever, that's amazing. Like, I honestly, like, would love to have that. I really do hope to have that. Like, I hope God blesses me with, you know, this amazing, you know, girl one day that's just eventually going to become my wife. And we can build together and just be best friends. That's like your best friend. Like, you just enjoy with them. You do everything together. You know everything about each other, even the smallest things. And... For me, I'd really have to say for the biggest advice is if you're not ready for it, even after you've broken up with your first girlfriend and you feel like it's the end of the world, give yourself some time. Do not rush because we all know what rushing gets you. Nowhere. It gets you into shitty situations and usually everything that pans out ends up being a boo. So I'd have to say that that'd probably have to be my outlook and perspective on it what what would you have to say mike that like what what you would give to our viewers i would say for me uh i think the most important part is understanding where you're at fault i think i think that's where, where me is that so you got to take that that 
ego pill and like right quick and be like all right exactly where where did i go wrong in the relationship don't don't dwell on anything like that but at you at some point a relationship is two people right so if something goes wrong i mean granted it could be in favor of a lot of one person doing the wrong but there's at some at some part there's some play that you have in it too so really being honest with yourself about what the situation that occurred and uh I guess at that point, it becomes a lot easier to kind of progress from there. and start. You have to start looking inward before outward. So realizing, all right, well, what exactly did, did I contribute that may have, like, made, made this relationship kind of iffy? And then kind of what was the, at that point, you can tend to start looking at what happened on the other person. Then there's just growth from there. You just know what to go from from there. So I feel like that's super important. Time but, is the best medicine. Yeah, this Honestly. is true. Yeah, yeah, give it to yourself. Time is sure. the best medicine. Yes. You guys like medicine time. <laughs> I feel, I feel. <laughs> All natural time. All natural time. time. But that's been a dope podcast, guys. Yeah, it's been yes, nice. sir. It's been nice. I feel that. I feel. Thanks for joining us, Honestly, Allie. these guys yeah. are going places, guys, and it's been an honor. I yeah. feel honored to be on this podcast right now. This is crazy. I love for you. Sure. You're one of the homies. Oh, for, sure. for sure. These guys are my boys, and they're going places, man. Much respect to you guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thank no, you. we appreciate yeah. it, bro. We appreciate no, these guys it. are going places. You're man. always welcome yeah. up here. We go yes, back sir. like Cadillac Always. Seats. Come up on another one, bro. Well, one thing I did actually want to tell you guys before we do end this off. So Mike and I have taken a little bit of a different approach on our last episodes ah. for our podcast. Uh, so next week, uh, stay tuned. So I, I really know how to do it on Facebook. I'm gonna try and do it on Instagram and whatnot. For Hold up, to give you guys clarifying. It's not the last episode in general, just for the season. No, it's just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, no, nah, nah, not the last episode. It's just the last episode of every season, right, basically. Right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kind of create a poll. I'm gonna put it up on Facebook. Try and do it on Instagram. I'm not <laughs> super tech savvy, but I'm learning. Um. And we basically want you guys to vote on a topic we should talk about. Considering the last episodes of each season are going to be just Mike and I, we're not going to have a guest on there, so that's going to kind of introduce to the new season more so. And it's going to be a nice finale for you guys. So if you can, make sure you're active on those sites so that way we can get your votes in and kind of see what it is that you guys want to hear about. And Mike and I are will have absolutely no problems with accommodating to your guys' requests. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we spend all this time um, with you guys listening to us, but at the same time, we want to listen to you at the same time, and we're trying to build this more engaging, you know, connection. Let's with all build this empire. Yeah, we're trying to build this, 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 I guess, whole community of info. In order to do that, conversations go both ways. So we want to make sure we give you guys just a chance to reach us and talk to us and give us your input on things as well as contribute to the podcast in form of topic. And we can reply back and a lot of yeah, those things. Just remember, so, all you sure. guys who are out there listening to us, you're all our family. Absolutely. We all consider you guys family. We appreciate all your guys' support. For sure. And we want to thank you guys for joining us on another episode. For sure. As always, we are here every Friday. You guys will probably see this during, sometimes during the weekend, sometimes before the work week. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's going to be a chill weekend. A little busy, but... Yeah. I feel, we'll, I feel. we'll get through it. At least the weather is. Eh. Well, it's fall. Uh, it's we can't. So, we can't. Yeah. We're in Michigan yeah. over here. In Michigan, you yeah. can't ever tell. It's like playing the lottery, trying to guess the weather over here. At least here. you got cider mills. You got cider mills and stuff. You got some plus sides. Oh yeah, yeah, them cider mills. Oh, and girls, remember it's fat boy season, um, so it's dead. getting a little cold out there. Make uh, sure you get them cuddles in with them big boys. Dad bod season, baby. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Anyways, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next time. So, peace. Peace.